Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John. This is Braden. We are really excited to be here with you guys in our final episode of this series, all about kind of spirituality, the mystery behind it. Mm -hmm. If you guys have appreciated the series or this podcast, please share it with a friend. And I just want to say thank you for sharing this because mm -hmm. the podcast has been growing as far as the number of listeners, and we just really appreciate your part in all of that. So give it a review, give it a, a rating, and share it with a friend, and that's you know that's great thank yeah. you yeah you can find us on youtube or any of the platforms that you listen to podcasts so it should be fairly easy to share yeah so our first episode of this series was episode 191 191 mm -hmm. and it was all about satan and his demons yeah episode 192 or the second episode of this series was god and his angels and then this week we're going to be talking about the trinity which i got to say yeah. there is some complexity to that and uh it's no surprise because god well he's divine and we're only human yeah and i know john and i uh look like the smartest people you've ever seen or heard in your ears um <laughs> that's, that's funny <laughs> but we don't get everything right and so we are we're gonna kind of be answering some questions that campers have given us and we know that this is a complex hard thing to understand and we are just doing our best to share it with you yeah so if you are new to us covenant bay is a play covenant bay bible camp is where Braden and i work mm -hmm. and we do summer camps throughout the summer and we get a lot of big questions from campers and we do our best to answer these questions and we're yep. going to do that today exactly okay so there's kind of three important things we need to mention before jumping into the trinity mm -hmm. then Describe the Trinity? Is that how you'd say it? Yeah, these are three qualities of the Trinity that are seemingly contradictory, but are absolutely, you know, characteristics and yeah. true of God. So the first one is this. The Father, God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all distinct beings of the Trinity. Okay. Now, each of those is fully God. Mm-hmm. And here's where it gets weird. <laughs> there is only one God. And thus we've titled this three and one. Perfect. Okay, so we're going to jump right into the questions. And if you guys, you know, if this kind of stimulates other questions after, feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, we'd love to hear your comments, your questions, and, yep. and uh, grow together as a, as a community. Okay, so one of the questions that we get are the persons or the beings of the Trinity, just different ways to relate to God or represent different ideas of who God is? It is kind of neither or scenario. Um, it really is. So the Trinity is, it's more than a representation um, of kind of that idea of God, but it's also more than just how we relate to God. Mm -hmm. um, there's some things of the Trinity that allow us to understand and relate to God um, differently, but but as humans specifically, mm. our experience with God and with the Trinity is is really because God is allowing us or or creating opportunity for us to know Him in this way. Yeah, and and I would say each is fully God, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we can relate, and they relate to us uh, and convey itself or that part of the Trinity to us in whatever they can do it in whatever manner they want to yeah i mean they are fully god yeah yeah so we're not 
by knowing one part of the Trinity more, such as the Holy Spirit, it doesn't necessarily mean that we are knowing uh, God or the Son less. It's just a kind of a different avenue to get to know God. Mm-hmm. And, and that said, in Scripture, we see these unique qualities mm-hmm. that are emphasized about each part of the Trinity. Yeah. And, and that helps shape our understanding and our relationship yeah. of who uh, our relationship to God. Yeah. And so uh, it is it is complex but the really simple answer here is scripture teaches us different qualities mm-hmm. of each part of the trinity to help us understand better who God is. Yeah. Okay, so another question that kind of goes off of this is do I have to pray to one specifically? Am I praying to Jesus or the Holy Spirit or God the Father at different times for different reasons? Is there like, oh, you're praying for healing? Do I have to pray right. to one of them or am I praying to just God the whole? Right. It, it's a good question. Yep. Um, and because God the Father and the Holy Spirit and the Son, you know, they're all God. When you pray to one of them, Mm-hmm. You're praying to all of them. Mm-hmm. They are, they are, when one heals, they all heal. Right. When one speaks, they all speak. God speaks, God heals when one of them d- does that. So mm. his actions are completely unified as one. Mm. And so I think that's really important for us to, to understand and to remember. Yeah. I think sometimes too, people can be praying to, you know, they'll use, um, they'll begin a prayer like dear heavenly father or uh holy spirit and and sometimes that can just be habit or even um phrasing or the words that they're using but again still those prayers are still being received by the one unified god mm-hmm. and so it can be some personal preference or or how an, an individual is feeling at the time but it does not mean that if you're praying to Jesus, that the Holy Spirit and God the Father are not listening to those prayers. Yeah, the Trinity is the is the perfect embodiment of community. Yeah, like they are perfectly unified. Hmm. There's no crack of or hint of disunity within them. I like that, and we always say that we are not created to do this alone. No, which then God gives us this perfect example of what community, what unity looks like, and. I think actually emphasizes that there is even relationship within the Trinity, within that community. It's really cool. So one of the things that we emphasize here uh, is that prayer is essential, Mm -hmm. that we need to talk to God. We need to bring him our problems, our concerns, our joys, the things that are going well in life. We need to bring to him all that's going on within our lives and, and, and that's done through prayer. Yeah. Prayer is such an essential part of a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. It is. And so we want to encourage you in that, regardless of, of the, you know, the, the name, Holy Spirit, Jesus, what's put in front, you are praying to God. That is the important thing, that you are doing that with intent, with purpose, and, and excited to do that. One of the questions that we get yes. is, do I pray to God as, as though he's singular? Right or as plural. Right. And I tend to speak to God in the singular. Mm-hmm. And I think it highlights the singularity of God, but also the perfect unity within the Trinity. 
Right. And I think that's really important um, to understand that God is one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think there's also, within different religions, within different um, belief systems, there are people within our world that believe in multiple gods. Yeah. And so there, there's no confusion for me that I believe in one God. Right. And that God is a trinity. Right. So then praying in the plural would maybe, could confuse that. Or even if I'm praying out loud, people might misunderstand that. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that. There's a, a kind of an interesting verse uh, even in how it's translated that can show how difficult this is to understand. Yeah. So Deuteronomy 6, 4, John, you have two translations for us. I do. So Deuteronomy 6, 4 says this, and the NIV scholars have, have translated it this way. Listen to the end and how it's different, okay? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And then the New Living Translation would say it this way. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And I think both are true because God is one and God alone is our God. And so it just kind of, it is not that those verses or those translations contradict each other. It is just the emphasis in which they are bringing on the singularity of God. Okay, so to go back to the question and answer it in the most wrapped up way possible, although there's frayed edges on there somewhere, <laughs> but... The idea, John and I like to pray to God as the singular. Hmm. We think that it really emphasizes the unity, the community within God, the Trinity, um, and does a really good job of, of relating us to him and allowing us to communicate with God. So our next question is this, why does God exist as a trinity? Mm -hmm. Why not just exist as like a singular entity? It's just way too confusing yes. to exist as a trinity. Why not just be one thing and only one being? Great question. It I is. I don't have the answer. <laughs> I don't have the answer no. either. What John is representing is a lot of our campers though. As we kind of talk about this, there is an exasperation, a frustration of like, I just want it to be easy. Yeah. And John and I still feel that actually to this day. These questions that we've been kind of pondering and, and writing about and answering today, they are questions that one, we get asked, but also wonder ourselves. And it's not like it's super easy to answer them. Mm -mm. So we understand your frustration. We are right there with you. And I think one of the things that this question presumes is that, mm -hmm. you know, I understand or Braden understands God fully. Yeah. And just pause we don't understand god fully no. we're still on this journey and we're human yes god is divine there is a level of his existence that we just won't understand until he until he reveals that fully to us and yeah and we don't get to decide when that will happen yeah. or even if that will happen but he will continue to reveal himself as he chooses to. Yeah. Our capacity as humans is only so much. That's right. Okay. So we do see in scripture that God created people in his image and, and not a singular person, but humanity, all of people, in fact, mm. all of creation. Um, and so all people together as many are in his image. Yeah. They re you can't reflect God's image as an individual, right? But only within community. Listen to Genesis 1, verse, ch chapter 1, verse 26. Okay. Then God said, let us make human beings in our 
image to be like us. Hmm. They will reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, so notice where they say in our image. Mm. Uh, notice where it says, um, like us. That is referring to several different beings, which then we would understand as the Trinity. That's right. Now, I don't know why God exists as the Trinity, as right. a perfect community of relationships, mm -hmm. um, but he does. Yeah. And what's more is that he created you and I and everyone together to reflect him in that relationship. Right. In, in relationship together to reflect God's relationship within himself. Yeah. Okay. So interesting point. We've jumped into kind of Genesis. That mm. was 126. Here's some other things that I think go along with that question. Because oftentimes that's like right at the beginning of the Bible and people will say, well, when did, when was the Holy Spirit created or when did the beginning of the Holy Spirit happen or Jesus or God? And some people have maybe misunderstandings of when we see Jesus and the Holy Spirit specifically in the New Testament and how they related to people. But that does not mean that that's the beginning of them. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Okay. So others, you know, I, th I think one of the things that's, that's interesting about this is that we look at scripture and we mm -hmm. see that all began, all were there at the beginning of creation. Right. But that doesn't mean they had a beginning. Right. Right. So in the beginning, this is Genesis 1-1. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. Now, it, Genesis 1-2 then says, The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Note that the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. is like the first distinct named part of the Trinity right. in, in Scripture. That it is hovering over the surface of the waters. Yeah. And then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. That is verse 3. Mm -hmm. So we see that this light and this spoken word is maybe a reflection of Jesus Christ. Right. God the Son. Okay, so John chapter 1 verses 1 to 5 says this. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. So John 1 reveals to us that God the Son mm -hmm. was there at creation. In fact, it was his words that was creating everything into existence. So you're saying the phrasing that we're reading the word that's actually referring to the son jesus the son that's correct okay so jesus christ spoke things into existence mm. and we see that in genesis 1 and john chapter 1 now cool. john chapter 1 verse 14 kind of sums up this and puts a little bow on it for us Ooh. and and so it says so the word became human mm. okay so the word became human jesus christ and made his home among us. 
He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen the glory, the glory of the Father's one hmm. and only Son. Okay, so in Genesis, we're kind of talking about, we're answering the question of when did these begin? The Holy Spirit, Jesus, God, the, you know, the Trinity part. And really what we're saying here is Genesis references that those just like God are outside of time, that they always were, mm -hmm. always have been, and always will be. They have no beginning and no end. Yes. So what is the lesson then that we can take away for today? Okay, so really we want to emphasize that God is three and God is one. Mm. Yeah. Understanding God is difficult. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult. Mm -hmm. Still, when, the more we understand God, yep. the more we understand God, the better we can respond to Him and His calling on our lives. Yeah. Okay. So if you think of any relationship that you have ever had, our understanding of that person gets better as we kind of know them mm -hmm. as, as we understand them more as we have relationship with them as we talk to them as we care for them as we live life with them mm -hmm. and God is no different the more that we understand God the more that our hearts want to know God the better our relationship with him will be that's a great way to say it okay let's let's recap for today sounds good the father the son and the Holy Spirit are distinct beings of the Trinity. Mm -hmm. And each is fully God. And, mind blown here, <laughs> there's only one God. Yeah, we can pray to all of them at once, or we can pray to them individually. Mm -hmm. God has always existed. He has no beginning and no end. And there is no one person of the Trinity that is more important than the other. God is three, and God is one. Hey, it's been a good episode. We're going to get into some questions for you to discuss with your group. Uh, the first question is this. How has or will learning about the Trinity change the way you pray and connect with God? Hit pause and share. Our second question is, what part of the Trinity would you like to get to know better. Hit pause and discuss. Question three. Together, people reflect God. How does God's perfect community, his relationships within himself, reflect what he desires for people? Hit pause and share. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening or watching the video today. It's always an honor to be here and learn with you. Remember that there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We love you. We're praying for you. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate all that you do in your relationship with God in the context of community. Because that is how we reflect God well. Mm -hmm. We will see you here next week with a new series. Take care.